Catch Up with Cat. Hello and welcome to the first ever Catch Up with Cat with me, Cat Harvey. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to be chatting to lots of people with some great advice on everything from fitness to sleeping and pretty much anything else that makes us feel better lovingly thrown in along the way. I'm going to be on three times a day, so hopefully we'll be best pals by the end of all of this. Every weekday morning at this time, I'm going to bring you a bit of morning motivation. At 3.45 in the afternoon, we can enjoy a wee bit of time out. And at 9.45, our bedtime, I'll try and help you relax and unwind. Don't worry, I'm not going to be reading you a wee story. I'll be chatting to some experts who actually know stuff to help you switch off. You can go to the website and click on the Catch Up With Cat page if you have any questions at all, or if you have an amazing, positive story you'd love to share, I'd love to help you. This morning, I'm delighted to say I am joined by Dr. John McLean, Chief Executive of the Hamden Sports Clinic and the SFA's official doctor. Now, personally, I couldn't think of a better person to start our first catch-up session with as I'm needing some proper Monday morning motivation. John, help! Good morning, Kat. Lovely to be speaking to you on this fine Monday morning when uh, the weather's nice outside. But, you know, it's really difficult because we're in a situation at the moment that none of us could have ever contemplated and never have been in. A couple of wee things just to kind of get us started. One of the things that people talk about when we're, we're in isolation and we're not having any sort of normal kind of life is to try and not think too far ahead. So to kind of pick things one day at a time and and try and be in control of the things that we can control and and try not to worry too much about the things that we don't have have any control about. And the second thing, I suppose, is is trying to get some sort of daily routine. You know, I was thinking before we came on, on a Sunday, if I'm not particularly doing anything, sometimes I'll have a bit of longer lie and the day just kind of drifts and suddenly it's the afternoon. John, I'll not lie, I have been guilty. I have been that person that has got up in the morning maybe gone to the loo, got a cup of tea, gone back to bed and then spent the whole day in my pyjamas and go back to bed in the same pyjamas. I mean, it doesn't make me a bad person, but what is it that we need to get motivated to get started first thing in the morning? Yeah, you know, that duvet day sounds really nice and, and Sundays <laughs> are very much and, and lying around, lazing around. Every day was a Sunday then, physically we'll suffer from it, mentally we'll certainly suffer from it. So it's trying to get that wee bit of routine. It's trying to normalise the day as much as possible and try and get some structure to our day. So, you know, when do we go for our walk or a couple of bits of exercise? When is our time for chatting to our family? You know, do we have a, a FaceTime or a Zoom with our parents or children? Trying to just to get that sort of pattern into our day. If we are working from home, can we set some times that we have to be started by? And what does exercising in the morning do to like your body and your brain? What? Why is it so good to get moving first thing in the morning? Yeah, morning's good. But if you're not really a morning person, I think it's more important to, to plan that day and get your activity sessions built in at times when it probably suits you best to do that. But definitely morning routine, up, breakfast, and get started on what that, whatever that might be. Now, a lot of people are out doing their little walk or their a cycle, you know how they've got the hours of exercise to do. Um, I'm seeing a lot more people in the streets than I did a month to two months ago. Um, do you think one of the ironic benefits of this situation is at the end of it, we might emerge a little bit healthier? Is that something that might happen? Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that strikes me, am I home working now? My, my desk in the clinic at Hamden, as you know, is in is uh, under the ground in a room with no windows. I've now got a window that I can look out onto in a wee park across the road. 
And what's impressed me is just the age group. So it's mums and dads with kids on bikes and scooters, but it's older couples that are out for a walk together. It's younger people that are starting to jog, some faster than others. But definitely there's an absolutely no doubt that the physical exercise that we do is of benefit to us. The other wee thing that we're all doing, unfortunately, at the moment when we're inactive is we're snacking more, we're putting on weight. Oh. Like Christmas holidays <laughs> again, unfortunately. You just touched on something very close to my heart there, the snacking problem, John. Um, it's, it's a catch-22 for me because I work from home quite a lot. Um, so I'm very, very friendly with my fridge. But um, at the moment, I reckon I'm doing my 10,000 steps, going to my fridge and back about 600 times a day. Is there a balance there? <laughs> there is a balance, Kat, and sadly you're not achieving appropriate. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> so we're all in exactly the same situation. It needs a huge amount of motivation and self-control not, not to do that. So... Listen, there's a couple of things you can do. Sadly, the first thing is just don't buy it. The second thing is, and this happens, I think, with alcohol too for many people, is that if we're working for home or we're out and about during the day and you have your dinner, there comes that time at whenever, seven, eight, for us it's nine o'clock in the house when we just want to sit down and watch some telly. That's the time when the, the, the crisps come out. And, you know, for some of us, that's the time where the bottle of wine or the alcohol comes out as well. And because we're maybe not up so early in the morning, we're maybe watching telly a wee bit later on at night. So that's when the motivation comes that we just have to set a time. And in our house, we try and say nine o'clock, no more snacks, no more food, and just trying to get that into part of that daily routine. And that'll help us in the morning. We wake up, we feel better. We're more refreshed from a good sleep. We're not hung over in any way from that extra wee glass of alcohol we had tonight. Oh, I, I mean, I hear you. It goes in one year and it goes out the other sometimes with the chocolate, though. That's that's when I get my endorphin boost. But I, I do hear you and I will try. What would you say then to everyone who's sitting listening to this right now, maybe still in their pyjamas, they've got a cup of tea, maybe a roll and square sausage or a nice fried egg, um, just saying, aye, very good, pal, I'll maybe try it tomorrow. What would you say to them this morning? Well, that comes back to the next point about making a plan and setting some goals. Now, it does sound really boring to write out stuff. Now, we all spend our lives, and whether it's work or social, we've all got to-do lists. And this is another great area where... We want to have a wee bit of a task list, a wee bit of a plan, and a wee bit of prioritising what we're going to be doing. If we plan, it means that we've got stuff written down and our head's a bit clearer. It's got to be things that we can achieve relatively quickly. So the old low-hanging fruit's a really good thing. It's a really satisfying thing to tick things off on a, on a list. So we feel as if we've achieved something that's really good for our self-esteem. So depending what these things might be, remember at the beginning of lockdown, we all thought, right, we'll learn to play the piano, we'll learn a foreign language. <laughs> yep. Not manageable, not practical, small baby steps. Planning, goal setting, ticking off boxes, gets our focus much, much better and might even get some of these things we've been, we've been wanting to do for ages done. Smashing. Dr John McLean from Hamden Sports Clinic. Away and pop your trainers on, get some of that exercise you've been telling us about. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, will you come back another time for another wee catch-up? Love to, Kat. You bring the snacks. Oh, it'll be grapes. And you can have the grapes and I'll have the Freddos. Um, don't forget you can check out nhsinform.scot for plenty more exercise ideas and lots of fitness tips as well. Catch up with Kat. We're in this together.
There are so many lovely people doing amazing things at the moment, and I think it's only right that some of our local heroes get a little bit of recognition. Hi, I'm Orla Mackay, and I'm seven. Hi, I'm Christopher Mackay, and I'm 12. I just wanted to say a big thank you to all the amazing key workers doing everything they can and working really hard for everyone right now. Our daddy's a firefighter, and he's very, very busy right now. Yeah, he's super busy, but he loves what he does, and we're really proud of him. I just wanted to say we love you, Daddy. And to everyone else working hard out there. Thank you! Hi, my name's Joe Donnelly. My wife and I are pensioners, so we're obviously in a vulnerable group. Um, and I'd like to thank my next-door neighbours, Martin and Alice. As we are not able to get out, Martin very kindly has gone to the supermarket to get our groceries in for the last few weeks and it's been it's been fantastic for us um, so I'd like to thank Martin and Alice. My name is Kathan, I am eight years old and I want to say a big thank you to the NHS for helping us get through this and my mum who did a big mess with the clippers when she tried to cut my hair. Catch up with Cat in association with the Scottish Government. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. I bet there are so many people like we, Kate, and they are rocking their dodgy haircuts right now. So if there's someone special, maybe a neighbour or an organisation, or maybe even a business that you'd like to thank, then go to our website, click on the Catch Up With Cat page, and fill in the details. And I'm determined to squeeze in one happy fact every single show, just to give you a wee smile on your face, and here is my first one. In the 15th century, women in Turkey could divorce their husbands if they didn't provide them with enough daily coffee. Just do remember that wee gem if he says it's your turn to make a cuppa. You bring that one out. That's it for now. I'm back at 3.45 when I'll be finding out the importance of being connected. Catch up with Kat. Hello and welcome to Catch up with Kat with me, Kat Harvey. I'll be on every weekday afternoon at this time to help you take a wee break from your day. Now, I'm going to be speaking to lots of people who can help and inspire us, and you'll also get the chance to thank anyone who's making a real difference in your life. So just go to the website and click on Catch Up With Cat. There's a page there and you can share your uplifting stories. My guest this afternoon is Tony McLaren, the National Coordinator of Breathing Space and NHS Living. Hello, Tony. Thank you so much for joining me for a wee catch up. Nice to hear your voice, Kat, in this glorious day here in the west of Scotland. Uh, I hope it's the same everywhere else. (laughs) Somehow we're managing to work technology and be in touch with each other. (laughs) You coping okay with that? Yes, I I think uh, over the the last few weeks we've been using all sorts of technology that we didn't even know the name of a few weeks ago. Uh, And that's been really helpful around kind of staying connected you know, with the workplace and with family and friends. So, yes, I am coping, albeit at times a bit scary. (laughs) And I guess you are run off your feet at the moment. You know, a lot of people will be getting in touch with breathing space and NHS living life as well. I mean, for people that maybe aren't familiar with your services, what is it you're actually providing? Breathing space is Scotland's mental health phone line. And funny you say about being busy because last month we experienced the highest number of calls for for many, many years uh, to our service. Um, People are phoning for all sorts of different reasons. I suppose the the kind of main ones will be around isolation and loneliness. Uh, Relationship difficulties is always a reason why people contact their service. Alongside anxiety and stress. So many people using the breathing space phone line as a lifeline 
a something to phone and from the comfort of their own house, they can speak to an advisor who might not be able to take all of their problems and pains away. But you know that old thing, cat. you know, just a, a problem shared. You know, they're just kind of talking things through, maybe experimenting with the vocabulary to describe how they're feeling at this moment in time. So breathing space is there, a phone line service, a web chat service, and interestingly, Kat, that people will use web chat eh, rather than the phone. In fact, they might even prefer it. I know in my house, eh, people don't use the phone as a phone. I don't know what I should call it, something different, Kat, I think, because it's used for all sorts of... <laughs> yeah, I actually get a, I get a fright when the landline rings. I just assume that uh, something bad's happened. I'm like, oh, who's... It's, it's either folk looking for... Uh, like, telling me I've had an accident that I've not had, um, or, or it's a, a phone line looking for something. But no, you're right, I get, I get the fear when I get that phone call, but... Um, this afternoon slot we're going to be running over the next few weeks, Tony. I'm going to get you on quite a lot because you're a, a very chatty man and you're, you're good at helping people with their problems and just giving us a wee bit of encouragement as well. And one of the things we're going to be looking at is um, how important it is to take a little bit of time out, you know, for ourselves. Because like, with everything that's going on, um, do you think that it's really important that we do look after ourselves? I think we have to be strong in order to look after other people in our lives. Um, and we know that if we look to some of the government advice, some of the NHS and uh, 24 advice through their website, their NHS and foreign website, that that way whereby looking after self and staying safe is paramount. Uh, alongside key aspects of staying connected. So staying connected with family and friends, staying connected with our workplace, uh, staying connected with ourselves. So how is the best way then to connect with others? What would you suggest um, people do to get through this then? I think staying connected is, is part of the course in our lives even before this COVID-19. We all, we all like the idea of staying connected. We all like the idea of being friends with people. Uh, and what we don't like is, uh, you know, unkindness. You know, we, we like people to be kind to us and we will be kind to them. So staying connected at this time of pandemic, maybe we have to think a wee bit harder because we might have normally maybe gone to a coffee shop or gone to a pub, you know, for a chat. Tony, are you suggesting I hang about pubs? Yeah. Well, no, 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 at all. Did I say that? No. <laughs> but there is, there is something about I've met, I've, I've met you in a night out before. You know that I, I would, uh, I would perhaps be frequenting a pub of an occasion, um, and I do miss that. I do. I actually really. Do you know what I miss? I miss people. I miss seeing people. Yes, and I, I, I was talking earlier on about this and around uh, the idea of, of, of touch and intimacy, being with people, giving people a hug, whatever it may be, it's part and parcel of our human condition. And the absence of that uh, upsets us all and people find it quite hard to, to deal with. You know, we are hearing the stories of isolation, but also what we're seeing is people rallying around each other and you know com communities emerging where maybe they were a bit hidden before. You must have some amazing stories of people that are helping each other right now. Well, it's funny, I was out walking the other day and uh, you know, we're saying you know, hello uh, to people and, and, and my wife said to me, she says, do you know those people? I said, no, I don't know them at all. And there's something about that, that social connectedness that we're starting to say hello and actually walking with our heads up rather than our heads down. 
So, you know, saying hello to people, nice day, albeit, you know, monitoring my social distance. Uh, and even if you bump into people that you know, you're having these conversations. It feels a bit awkward because you're, you know, two or three metres away from them. But certainly the, the stories we hear of people uh, helping in food banks, uh, people volunteering, um, people going out their way to give people messages, even letter writing. I'm, I, I would imagine that, that listeners out there will have a variety of different stories that they could share with us, you know, that tell us how, how are things different for you just now and what was happening in your street, in your community that never happened five or six weeks ago, that you would never ever thought of happening? Five or six weeks yeah, ago. that's the. N- I'm sure you get a lot of responses to well, that. Well, the NHS clap has just a, has turned into a really lovely meeting of neighbours in my street. Mm-hmm. You know that they come out the house mm-hmm. at the same time every week, and it's just a wee general catch up how you are. Tony, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Um, I'm guessing your main advice there is there's always somebody to turn to. So if you are feeling a wee bit under pressure, give somebody a call and connect with somebody. Yes, very much so. I think that's the maybe distilling that message of staying connected, um, finding support, and maybe even creating a healthy routine. Stick to your routine. Routine is dead important. A wee bit boring at times, but it's a good thing and it keeps us safe. Oh, you're an absolute star. Well, don't forget you can get lots of brilliant advice on the importance of staying connected and loads of other interesting topics at the new website, clearyourhead.scot. Tony, thank you so much. We will speak to you again later in the week. Thank you very much, Kat. A pleasure. Away for a walk now (laughs) or or socially distanced chat with your neighbours? Yes. (laughs) Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, Kat. Thank you. Bye-bye. Catch up with Kat. We're in this together. There are so many people across Scotland going above and beyond to help others right now. Here's a wee selection of this afternoon's Local Heroes. Hi, my name's Aileen Nicholl. I would just like to say a big thank you to my daughter, Lindsay Nicholl, who is a staff nurse in trauma and plastics at Glasgow Royal and all her colleagues working really, really hard. And we were supposed to attend her wedding this weekend. Um, unfortunately, it's now been postponed to January. So um, look forward to sharing her celebrations with Lindsay and John and all our colleagues and John's mum and dad, uh, Fiona and John. My name is Lucas and I'm six years old and I am thankful for my mum and my dad for keeping me safe. Hi, my name is Orlin and I'm 11 years old. I want to thank carers, nurses and doctors and key workers in this hard time. I also want to thank my teacher for keeping me updated on my learning at home. I also want to thank my football coaches and my dance teachers for keeping me active. I also want to thank everybody for staying inside in this lovely weather. Catch up with Cat in association with the Scottish Government. Remember, you can go to our website, click on the Catch Up With Cat page and leave details of who you would like to thank and why. Right, said it before, I'm determined to make you smile every single day with a fun fact and uh, I absolutely love this one. Right. Did you know that the French language world Scrabble champion doesn't actually speak French? How is this possible? Nigel Richards is from New Zealand and he memorised the entire French Scrabble dictionary. That is 386,000 words in nine weeks to earn his title. So if you're a wee bit bored this afternoon, there's a challenge for you. Get learning your French words. I can't believe you did that. That's it for now. Thanks for joining me for a wee catch up. I'm back at 9.45 this evening when I'll be chatting to Iona Barker, who's going to tell us the best ways to switch off. Catch up with Cat 
Hello and welcome to Catch Up With Cat with me, Cat Harvey. Over the next few weeks, I'll be on at this time, Monday to Thursday, helping you unwind and take it easy just before bedtime. This show is all about you, so go to the website and click on the Catch Up With Cat page if you want to ask any questions about any of the subjects we'll be discussing, or if you just want to thank somebody who's made you smile, maybe by being a bit of a star recently. I'd be delighted to share all your positive stories. Here to help us learn how to wind down and relax is Iona Barker, who is an entrepreneur, a mental health coach, and also an uplifter. Iona, hello. Hi, Kat. How's it going? I am, I am loving the title, Uplifter. What does an uplifter yes. do? Basically, I just go around making sure that everyone's feeling good. And if they're not feeling good, I ask them, why are you not feeling good? We find, figure it out, find out, and make them feel 10 times better. What an amazing job. Thanks. <laughs> so you're good. Well, we don't really want you to uplift us too much at this time of night um, because we well, want to yeah. talk about winding down and kind of like how to switch off a little bit. Now, I believe you've got loads of ideas that don't include bottles of wine and large drams to get us to sleep I at do. night. I do. <laughs> step away from them. Step away from them. Absolutely. So, so what can we do then to sort of switch ourselves off? Obviously, it's a very, very curious time, very difficult mm. time for a lot of people. How do we just kind of stop at the end of the day? Well, I've got so many, so many things that people can do. The main one that I want to chat about is what to do televisions, phones, tablets, laptops, all have in common. What have they all got? Um, a screen, maybe? Exactly. Bingo. So oh, yeah, the yes. <laughs> so the, the screen on your device, it emits a really bright light that actually reduces the melatonin production in the brain, which is a really, really beneficial, really important chemical that helps us control and regulate our sleep cycles, our internal body clock, our metabolism, our mood, our appetite, all these really important functions. And we are trying to relax and wind down to get a good night's sleep if we're playing the computer or if we are watching tv or scrolling on our phone that light is going to affect our brain and send our brain a signal that we're staying awake for longer so i would highly recommend that you put down your device at least an hour or two before you go to bed and do something really relaxing, like reading a book that's like a nice relaxing book, not like a horror story or a thriller. <laughs> I, do you know, I, I love Scottish crime books, so I'm always oh. going to bed and then I'm I'm getting very excited because somebody's running away from somebody yeah. about to stab them and I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing myself any good here. <laughs> Need to get yourself a nice relaxing novel. <laughs> Old school paperback. Old school, exactly. Even like your, your Kindle screen. Even though your Kindle screen has a function on it for nighttime, your, your eyes and your brain are still getting that, that light. So I think that doing something really nice like running a hot bath, getting some Epsom salt, some essential oil in the bath, having a nice hot bath, learning how to like cook something that evening for the next morning, so getting your lunch ready for the next day, something really like creative something that's not too physically demanding or something that's not going to get you wound up or thinking about something too much. But particularly right now, I mean, a lot of people are, are telling me that they're struggling to get to sleep in the first place mm. because you know that way when you go to your bed, you've done everything you have to do, you know, you've pulled the duvet up 
um, you're, you're physically exhausted. Maybe you've been running after the kids all day, trying the mm-hmm. homeschooling, all of that kind of stuff, but you just cannot stop the whir, whir, whir mm-hmm. of your brain, which is going over and over and over and over stuff. How do we stop that whirring? So I am a massive fan of using the breath and meditation. And I've been practicing meditation every day for over a year now. And people are going to think, what on earth? Like, why? But I can't actually can't get through the day without a wee five minute break where I just return to my breath and just breathe and we all many of us we take really shallow short breaths when just like not your normal breathing just sort of like in and out in and out whereas Mm -hmm. if we if we're lying in bed at night or if you're sitting down on the sofa and we take five minutes just to breathe in really deeply for four seconds and then breathe back out again for four seconds notice the breath coming into your nostrils and back out again and that takes focus away from whatever you're thinking about whatever you're worrying worrying about onto your breath and that that releases the energy in your body but it also gives your brain a break it gives it a rest and you're filling your lungs with really amazing vital oxygen that our blood and our brain and our vital organs need a lot of my pals are also saying they're experiencing a lot of kind of crazy dreams, you know, like very mm. vivid and crazy dreams. So basically their sleep's a bit restless. They're not staying um, asleep in a deep sleep long enough. Um, will all these tips help for that as well? Absolutely. If you're not getting into REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement sleep, which is where, where we do a lot of our dreaming, it's probably because you're spending time on your device before you go to sleep. And that um, melatonin inhibiting light is stopping you from reaching that sleep state. I mean, so. I've got a reoccurring dream, Iona. It's got Bradley Cooper and a large dairy milk. And I'll oh, not lie, it. It, it, it keeps waking me up time after time. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised it would be as well. Do you know what you should do, Kat? You should get, get a notebook and pen, put it next to your bed. And when you have an amazing dream, get up and write it down. Write it down because you, you'll have oh. some absolute solid gold. Oh, I like will, but stories. what if my dad ever found it? I'd be mortified. Just don't, just don't show him, it's fine. Just keep it jewels. It's your secret, it's your stories for yourself or when you're feeling a bit bored, just open up the book and have a read. That's another good way to, t- to turn off as well, isn't it? Is, is writing down your thoughts at the end of the day. Absolutely. Journaling, or I like to call it brain drain. So you're actually emptying brain your brain. Brain drain, I love that. Yeah, brain you're emptying drain. your brain. You're draining your, your mind of all your worries and your thoughts. And see when you write it down on paper, Actually, you look at it and you go, was that really what was bugging me? That seems so silly or so minuscule. Do you know what I mean? It, it makes it look, seem not as big and bad as it actually feels like it is at the time. So yeah, 100% journaling brain drain is a great way to empty your mind, unwind and get ready for a good night's sleep. I think we could explore a lot of these a lot further, Iona. Will you come back another time and, and help us get to. through some of these? So Absolutely. basically, what you're telling us tonight is... Get rid of the phone and the iPad. That's the most important thing. Um, yes. Just think of the things that have been good today. Um, mm-hmm. A wee bit of journaling would be nice. A wee bit of gratitude mm-hmm. and a yep. nice relaxing bath and a good old-fashioned novel that's not crime yes. and not overly steamy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't Unless, forget to breathe. Don't and breathing, breathe. of course. The yes, breathing. breathing. And I, I love meditation and I've got, uh, I got so many free guided meditations available online. I've got one on my website, which is ionabarker.com, which you can go on and download. Um, and it's so important that we just tap into, we've got everything 
that we need is within us, Kat. Like, this is what I can't stress enough to people, that you don't need to look outside yourself. We have everything that we need within us. We just need a wee bit of reminding that we have it, you know. Perfect. Iona, you're an absolute star. Some brilliant advice there. Thank you so much. Don't forget there are many other tips on how to unwind on the website clearyourhead.scot. Um, so just don't be looking at your screen before your bed so maybe look that one up tomorrow <laughs> there's so much advice out there Iona thank you again for joining us this evening we hope to speak That's to Kat. you very soon okay catch up with Cat. we're in this together you've been getting in touch with us and telling us all about the people who are making life that little bit better for you here are tonight's local heroes everyone at Openreach would like to say a massive thank you to the people of Springboig in the east end of Glasgow Their support of our engineers who've spent this weekend working on repairs on the telecoms network has been brilliant. The key workers also had an unexpected visit from the incredibly generous Mr Hardeep Singh, who dropped off tasty curry for them on Saturday. Thank you so much. A huge thank you has to go to the teachers, early years practitioners and support staff for supporting delivery of the emergency childcare hubs for Scotland's key workers. Their caring and nurturing approach is ensuring that the children are happy and safe allowing our key workers to carry out their vital roles in the knowledge that their children are well cared for. Catch up with Cat in association with the Scottish Government. If there's anybody you'd love to thank, go to the website and click on the Catch Up With Cat page and share your tale. Okay, it's time for my final fun fact of the day. A little something to make you smile just before you nod off. So, did you know that the smell of chocolate increases theta brainwaves, which actually triggers relaxation? So, if you want to go and sniff a giant dairy milk just before you go to bed, it's actually good for you. And nobody is judging, so go and do it. Sniff a bar of chocolate. (laughs) I am back tomorrow at 9.45 with some morning motivation for you. If you've ever fancied running a 5k but don't know how to get started, do not miss this little show.